serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Thursday. Sports and programs brought to you by Parker and Sons Plumbing and Electrical. Two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. Very ethical. All right, we're one hour away from... Not politicians, so they're very ethical. We're one hour away from midterm election. Midterm mayhem. Every time you interrupt me, I just get thrown off. I know. That's it. Your wheel comes off fast. Take three. We are one hour away from midterm mayhem. mayhem. It is the madness, the mayhem that we bring you. Uh, the 2022 midterm election. Joining us will be Mark Fincham, very controversial Republican candidate for Secretary of State. Uh, you know, you and I have said this uh, in trying to get him on. Uh, we disagree with just about everything he says. And I think it's important for us to have a serious conversation about how this guy sees the world. Because I, I, we are in two different worlds, man. We really are. He sees the world so much differently and, and wrong. <laughs> so I think it's going to be fun Look, in an I, hour. I, I know, you know, I don't know a lot about him because every time we talk to these people, it always ends up being the same thing, you know. But there's definitely some issues he's had there from January 6th right. to the election denial. I'd like to know. You take this thing over, man. You win this thing. And right now you're you're ahead, according to the latest poll. Uh you're what gonna, are you going to do? I mean, gonna, how are you going to trade anything? Are you really getting rid of all early voting? Yeah. You're only going to make us show up at the polls. So Fincham will be here. Uh, give him credit for coming on. Uh, we're going to give him a tough interview, but fair. All right. That's 405. So it's a new study out. New study. 60, 65% of Arizona. So we believe in something somewhat together. Yeah. They say America's on the wrong track. Isn't it kind of easy to say that right now? Yeah, I'd like to know what... Okay, the economy, that's definitely an issue. Okay, I can we, see that. We could be heading towards a recession in 2023, most likely. That's a possibility. All right. So, what did I say? 60, 67%, sorry. Yeah. 67% uh, believe that America is on the wrong track. I mean, yeah. if you look at the Dow, if you look at... If you're following that every day, it's down three, 400 points today. But earlier this week, it was up 800 a couple days in a row. Uh, but last month was the absolute worst month since March of 2020 when yeah. COVID hit. So that tells you how bad last month was. And, you know, if some of you out there are trying to retire this year. You're not retiring. Not not now that you can't you can't cash in that for you're worried now. about it, at least, you know, even yeah. if you've sitting on the sidelines, you still know your money needs to work for you. And this isn't the time to throw it in. No. So that's not. So let's talk about what's going wrong and what's and what's going right. OK. Can we try and find a few things that are going right in, in the world? OK. Yeah. So 67 percent of Arizonans believe America's on the wrong track. OK. Stock market is down. That is obviously a mess. But, you know, if you're young, you'll be able to ride this thing out. Inflation is up 13% in Phoenix, 8% everywhere else. Uh, that is not a good deal. No. We talked about gas prices being up. Now it's $5 a gallon uh, in Phoenix. It's almost, it's higher in Arizona. It's higher than everywhere except six states. Yeah. That's it. Six states. Well, they're about to feel it. Uh, and luckily for us, because of the insanity in California and them being offline, right. we've kind of felt the crunch. So we're not going to see the jump that a lot of the country is going to see because OPEC's taking off three to five percent uh, starting next month. Our border is a mess. Yeah. Biden administration has ignored it. They're, I thought we were looking for stuff that was good. This is the bad <laughs> stuff. This is the Got to go through the bad stuff because it's a long list. So, I, th I mean, I think it's all pretty obvious to everybody. Your home price is probably going to go down. Yeah, it's okay. a possibility. So, but it's not 2008 down, so that's no, a win. No, no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. 
What am I? What did I leave off the bad list? Because we're going to get to the good list. Uh, I don't know how long that'll take, but. That's the country. Well, then you got the democracy thing, which everybody always brings up, which okay. is, you know, we've got a battle here in this country. I think that's a, I think, oh, that's something we're going to talk to Mark Fincham about, because I do think democracy is on the battle, is on the, is on the uh, ballot. I think it is a battle for democracy. I really do. And some people say, nah, and everything will be fine. I'm not really sure. I'm actually not really sure. If we let a lot of these far right candidates win, I am uh, scared about what's going to happen. I am. All right. Good. What's good? So we've got the majority of Arizonans believe America's on the wrong track. Okay. I, I think we're on the wrong track, too. I think we have the wrong president in there. There's no doubt about uh, that. I, you know, I, th- I thought we had the wrong president in there the last time, too. So I don't want to see a repeat of those two guys. All right. Just, you know, I mean, what's good? I think as an individual, you got to look and say, okay, what's going good with my life, right? You know, that that's the thing that you... Maybe you numbers and certain, certain algorithms things. are not going right, but yeah. Yeah, you know, you because, you know, it's like, you can look and say, all right, well, you know, all these things are going bad, but for me, you know, I got a job and, and you know, my kids are healthy. And so it, it, instead of looking for that blanket thing, I mean, the job market seems to be, eh, it's starting to slow down a little bit, though, but it's at least good. But the thing is, if you've got a job, you don't care about that, mm-hmm. right? So you have to look at your life and say, in my life, things are okay or good in some areas, great in other areas. In the country as a whole, though, yeah, there's there's some issues. So the good, you have a job and you most likely can go and get a better one if you want to. Yeah. Now, I don't know if there's a time. There's probably a time limit on that. I think that time limit is coming it's, fast. The, the, the clock is ticking. Okay. Jobs. That's good. Can you think of any other ones? Because you're right. If you talk about like the politics of the nation, we're, we're fighting over abortion and what, what it should look like. I mean, we have two bans here on the books in, in Arizona. That doesn't help anybody. But, yeah, I think you make a good point. I think you have to look within your life. Yeah. And say what's going right here, and I think you can pull out a lot of really positive. Absolutely, and again, you know, I was and and like if we're going to just look at everything, it's like we live in the greatest country in the history of the world, the greatest idea to ever happen. We're a self-governing nation. We have no rulers. There's no we we have instant access to everything in the world we want. We just landed a refrigerator seven million miles away <laughs> on a giant rock, and now gave it a six thousand foot tail. But still, we are. It, Things are available to us in ways we've never had them before from medicine and all that stuff. All of that is good. Again, though, if you want to look at like when we talk about do you think the country is going the right way? Uh, it's the divide between each other and democracy. The, you know, uh, look what's going on with Supreme Court and all that. That's the way people look at it. But if you take a step back and go, there's so much stuff out there. I mean, I got a computer in my hand. Yeah. Do anything. It is faster, <laughs> smarter, stronger than anything we sent up when we first went to the moon. Think right. about that. It's amazing. It's amazing. All right. So the bad news, 67% of Arizonans believe Arizona, excuse me, America is on the wrong track. America. Uh, 22% believe America's heading in the right direction. It's such a low number. 11% are unsure. Well, why don't you do some research and then get back to me? 11% of you. Anyway. 11% and are super unsure. And those polled 28% named the economy and or inflation is the biggest issue facing the country. What do you think the biggest issue is? If I was to say, Gatos, give me yeah. the one issue Gosh. that's facing the country that's that's huge. I, I, I don't know if I could give you one. I would say democracy. 
I would say uh, the inflation and gas prices are crushing I think that's families. the number one thing because at the end of the day, democracy, we hear about it's a great thing to scream. Democracy is not going anywhere. Our democratic republic is not going anywhere. Nobody, no idiot wearing a, you know, a, a moose hat is going to take over the country or some guys who met at the Cracker Barrel after their, you know, their insurgency didn't go well. But – Gas prices, man, you feel that every day. Every day. I was I was watching a lady on TV, and she was, like, crying. She's like, I just put $120. I don't have $120 I put on the car. It's crazy. You know? It's hurting My wife families. just spent $150 on Cal- regular gas in California. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be your, your pocketbook. It usually starts uh, with that. Because if you got money and you got a job, you're, uh, you're- you know what? Everything else takes care of itself. Coming up next, we're going to tell you exactly what you need to know if you or your kid come across fentanyl. We've been talking a lot about fentanyl. It's the Gatos and Chat Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, we got a podcast. You guys should listen to it. It's super important. It's called the Gatos and Chad Show podcast. That's not, but it's fun. I'll tell you that right now. Subscribe right now to your iPhone, your Android. Never miss any of said show. The Gatos and Chad Show podcast brought to you by Kelly Royce, Keller Williams Realty, East Valley. Get higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com, higherprice.com. All right, we're going to talk to uh, Mark Fincham, Republican candidate. Secretary of State, how in this day and age are you still denying that election? How are you doing that? 10,000 mules. When will it happen? First minute. Do you think? Maybe. Maybe. How And how can Fincham get votes from independents? How is that a possibility? We'll ask him. He's going to join us. Midterm mayhem at 4.05. Don't miss it. Uh, the Gatos BQ poll question of the day. BQ. Brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Uh, a new survey found that 47% of 8th graders have never heard of fentanyl. So I ask, have you had to talk with your kids about the dangers of fentanyl? Yes or no? Uh, 61% say yes. Okay. Uh, that's good. 61 Is that good? You actually think that's that's pretty good? Yeah, I think that's a good. I, I'm surprised anybody has, realistically. I think a lot of times you maybe tell kids don't do drugs and you think that covers everything. Right. But being specific about a drug itself, mm, I, you know, I don't think parents are. So drug overdose deaths in Arizona uh, on the rise, an upward trend since 2017. Um, and, you know, there's you can find this online, like what to do if you come across fentanyl. What should you do? What should your kid do? Um, and, you know, you've kind of had to talk with your kid a little yep. bit about this drug because, you know, it is 50 times more powerful than heroin. It's 100 times more powerful than morphine. Uh, and it's becoming, uh, well, it's becoming increasingly common to, to have access to it. Here in Arizona, because what, 70% of the stuff comes over? Yep, 70% of everything fentanyl-related in this country comes through our state. Gosh. Fentalzona, is that what they call it? Yeah, Arizona, fentanyl, fentalzona. I don't know. I don't, I still don't think we're talking to our kids about this. No, not we're really. We're really not. Didn't somebody, there was a kid that found a bunch of fentanyl in his Legos yesterday. Did you see that story? Yeah, that's a... I, mean, I don't know. Is it hiding in there? there? Is that how they got it in the country? Probably how they got it in the country or, you know, it's... God, God. I mean, that right there, that's, that, that kid takes one of those, puts it in his mouth. Right. Night, night. Night, you're dead. You're dead. And, and the mother would probably go, what the hell just happened? The father's just like, no idea. Yeah. 
Well, it's a huge issue. It's not going away. It's become the most dangerous drug, um, you know, possibly on the planet. It's coming from China. I'm sure they love what it's doing to America. Of course. They, they absolutely love this stuff. They live for this stuff. Mm. They do. They live for this. They make sure. They love what they have the opportunity to do. They want to destroy everything about the West, and they're fine with that. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, I get it. We're destroying ourselves by willingly taking it. But the other side of it is, you know, there are pills out there that are laced with this bad stuff, and people don't know that. And then they take it, and then they're dead. They don't want fentanyl. They don't want to take fentanyl, but it is it is laced on a pill. And... So is you know is heroin the biggest deal anymore? You know, I mean, no, when you it's were a fentanyl. kid, what was what was the thing? Um, like what were you warned? Like marijuana, but then it was cocaine, right? Cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yo, right? You know, cocaine. We had the crack epidemic. The too. crack was huge, you know, but right. the CIA started that to get rid of all of the uh, people in the ghetto, and uh, but the crack epidemic was was big. Right, but it it was you know weed and alcohol were the big things, and then it was still speed. Are. Yeah, they still are though. Yeah, you know, weed and alcohol are the are what kids are still taking. You know, the majority of them are still like heroin. Like we like when we did the nope to dope, ug to drugs kind of thing. You know, with like you know McGruff the crime dog. Hey kids, you know it was never don't do heroin. Oof. That was never a that was a, heroin and cocaine, especially for kids like. The, especially cocaine, that's a high rent thing. Yeah, that was like high rent. Like if you're doing a bump, you must be a you know you you must be out there somebody who's like, well, you guys you guy has a condo and a Ferrari. Yeah, wasn't easy to come by. No, it cost some money. You know, so and it, it, and but it was speed was starting to pick up. Weed was obviously a big deal, and then alcohol. But, but yeah, we but there was never. Oh, by the way, if you take one of these pills, you're going to die. Things now it is. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, we hold up the headlines. Becky Lynn, 3.30 newscast. We're going to interrupt and react to her top stories next. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air, 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. It's 3.30 and you know what that means. Time for Gatos, Chad. To interrupt Becky Lynn in a very nice manner and hold up her headlines. Becky Lynn, story number one. Arizona votes. Well, tonight, the candidates in one of the most closely watched Senate races in the country will face off. And KTAR's Luke Forstner joins us live with a preview. Well, Becky, I'm here in downtown Phoenix, where later today, Democratic incumbent Mark Kelly and political newcomer Republican Blake Masters will be squaring off on hot-button issues. KTAR political analyst Mike O'Neill thinks Masters might have a tough time making up ground against his opponent. Masters basically tries to run against Joe Biden. Everything that's wrong right now, inflation and government spending. But Joe Biden is a far richer target than is Mark Kelly. O'Neill expects Kelly to keep a low profile file tonight and believes the senator has the advantage. Live in downtown Phoenix, Luke Forstner, KTAR News. Meanwhile, Democratic campaign consultant Tony Connie tells KTAR's Barry Markson that independents aren't likely to tune in tonight to the U.S. Senate debate and will instead wait for the highlights afterward to see which candidate makes the biggest mistake. Connie says Republican challenger Blake Masters' biggest challenge tonight is going to be overcoming Democratic incumbent Mark Kelly's likability. 
And our Arizona Vote special coverage will begin at 6 p.m. with this debate featuring actually all three of the Senate candidates. We'll include uh, Libertarian Mark Victor in there. We'll carry it live here on the KTAR News app and on 92.3 FM. Or you can watch it at KTAR.com. We'll have uh, commentary and analysis with our own Barry Markson following starting at 7. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Yeah, I mean, I'm an independent. I'm probably going to check out uh, the highlights because it's annoying to watch these things. Um, I don't know how much you get out of it anyway. Uh, after a while, poor Ted Simon's going to have gray hair for crying out loud, having to do all these. Uh, poor Ted. Here's what you're getting tonight. Bombastic versus calm. You're going to get Masters who's going to try and take a chunk out of Kelly. And I think he's probably going to try and fight, you know, pretty hard. Um, so I'm looking at bombastic versus calm. I don't really know who's going to win. Uh, I don't really care who wins. Um, you know, does it really matter if you win a debate? Eh, I don't really know. I don't think so. I, look, it's, it's tough now. It used to matter, I think, a lot more. Uh, I think people underestimate, you know, when we had Masters here, the guy is smart. I mean, you don't get to where. Take, a smart guy. Take away where he, take away the, the, all the, you know, some of the stuff that goes with him. The, the fact is he's, he's partnered up with Peter Thiel. He is a very, very smart guy. The reality is, though, he's coming from behind and, I just don't know if he's got the it, and and he's been all over the place too, which has not helped. Him. Well, I think he's got a shot. He hasn't denied the election, and that's a good thing. We're and he up. told me, by the way, when he was here, I said, "Who won the election?" He goes, "Biden did." Yeah. And that was it. I'm Hold, like, okay, holding up the headlines. A man in Iowa was arrested today for allegedly making death threats to Arizona election officials in 2021. 64 year old Mark Reese allegedly left threatening voicemails to the phones of election officials with the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors and the Office of the Arizona Attorney General. The calls contained alleged threats of violence and saying he'd, quote, hang them for their involvement in a, quote, fraudulent 2020 election. Reese is charged with two counts of making a threatening interstate communication and one count of making threatening phone calls. If convicted, Reese faces up to 12 years in prison. Patricia Valencia, KTAR News. In response to the arrest, Clint Hickman, one of the election officials who got one of the threats, spoke out to say he's grateful to the Department of Justice and the FBI for taking it seriously, but also noted it's not enough. He goes on to say this is not the first time he's gotten threats, and encourages any official who's also been arrested to speak up. I got to say, how somebody could get so worked up about anything like that is to threaten another human being, right? Like, I could see a crime of passion, okay? I get that. But to call individuals you don't know and to threaten to kill them, it still boggles my mind. And I'm, you know, uh, because the world's coming, it's not. But stop it. Stop Stop living in this. You, you've got a problem. Well, you got election deniers out there who are running for office. Yes. And they're, they're firing these people up with the big lie. And so you'll fire up a couple crazy people. And guess what the crazy people will do? They'll try and kill somebody. Do crazy things. So how about we just... I mean, look at the rhetoric with Biden, even. When he came out, next thing you know, that kid gets run over in North Dakota for extremism. Because we need to take the yeah, temperature really. down. Yeah. We're holding up the headlines. Hold them up! If you're looking for some relief at the pump, <laughs> might not have to wait long. Really? I do think that we will start to see a decline in prices coming. That could amount to a, a significant drop starting as early as this weekend into next week, and it could last six or eight weeks. That's Patrick Dahan with Gas Buddy, who says the recent price surge was due to refinery issues in California, which supplies Arizona and much of the West Coast. He says those issues seem to be improving, leading to lower costs. California's dead to me. Let's hope that that's the last thing that California does to spread here to Arizona. <sighs> She's there. 
really expensive gas. Oh. Uh, the good news is, while OPEC is doing what it's doing and you mean screwing us and screwing everybody, including uh-huh. really poor nations that are going to have real issues with this, we have already felt the pain because of the in Arizona, yeah, mm-hmm. and that we're probably not going to feel what the rest of the world uh, country is going to get. So we've dealt with the high prices, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the country is going to get higher prices, and it's going to hurt them. A yeah, little it's going to hurt them, and they're going to they're going to notice what we've noticed over the last several weeks. Oh. I mean, that's it, we, we've already got that issue out of the way. We're holding up the head. Hold KTAR Eyes on Immigration. A Valley Dreamer is calling on Congress to provide a path to citizenship for young undocumented immigrants. This comes after a federal appeals court agreed the DACA program that protects young immigrants from deportation is illegal. Raina Montoya is among the nearly 31,000 DACA recipients in Arizona. She points out the program was supposed to be temporary when it was announced 10 years ago. Some of us are no longer that young, and I know many DACA recipients now that are parents of U.S. citizens. People like me have business to run. We have a mortgage to pay. The latest court ruling lets current DACA recipients stay in the program, but it blocks any new applicants. Uh, it was always illegal, the swipe of a pen to do something like that, but that's what they did, and it's lost court after court. Uh, but it goes back to, you know what, nobody's serious about this. And, you know, you say what you want about Trump. Trump offered to double, triple that. He wanted a little bit of wool. They couldn't even do that. They weren't serious. And they're not going to be serious about this. And the sad thing is these people are going to be stuck in in a position where they may end up having to leave here because it was more important to be politically uh, beneficial to their party than it was to get something done. We've really failed them. Yeah. Uh, we really have. We've really failed these folks. And I'll tell you, that Trump deal wasn't terrible. No. And the Democrats didn't even want to look at it because it was Donald Trump. Shame on them. That's it. The 3.30 newscast. Becky Lynn delivers it to brilliantly. But what we do is, and we interrupt it. We react to the day's top stories. Sometimes we're a little snarky. You don't have to Sometimes just deal with say, it. Sometimes we say, hey, Becky, relax. Let us, let us, no, no, let us do something. No, 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 no. no. I've never heard that. No, no. Never, never. It was called. very quiet. We said it to ourselves. Mm. We, don't want to, we didn't want to throw said you it off. here, but not out there. Holding up the headlines. Every day at 3.30. All right. Still to come. We're about 20 minutes away. Mark Fincham is going to join us. Republican candidate for Secretary of State in his world. Uh, we'll only be allowed to vote in person. At a polling place here in Arizona. I don't know why he uh, wants that. Uh, I think he wants to count all the ballots by hand, not him necessarily. Uh, that'll probably take four years. We'll ask him uh, stuff like that. Fincham with Gatos and Chad. Uh, midterm mayhem at 4.05. I'm guaranteeing. Becky Lynn, you ready? Yeah. I guarantee mayhem. You oh. guarantee it. I guarantee it. Or your I'm money back. Popping the popcorn now. That's next. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. The Gatos and Chad Show, 2 till 6. All right, time to have a serious conversation about 15 minutes away. Uh, Who's going to be in charge of our votes after the midterm elections? Is it going to be Adrian Fontes, the Democrat, or Mark Fincham, the Republican? Fincham joins us at 4.05. I couldn't disagree with... A person more, actually. Maybe on the planet. But I think we have to have this tough conversation. He really does see the world very differently, at least, well, from a lot of us. Uh, and I know there's some of, some of you out there, you like him, you're going to vote for him, good, go ahead. you got to do what you got to do. I just think the guy's dangerous. You know what would be something that should be interesting is, why don't we have a uh, Secretary of State... And the lieutenant governor, because I know that's on the ballot, too. Get Finally get a lieutenant governor. Uh-huh. And that secretary of state is interviewed by the Republican and the Democratic parties. 
And that person has zero to do with politics. Only referee. I'm here to do this. I am essentially neutral in every way. And that's it. Period. And how do you find that person? I think you could find that person out there. You know, I mean, I absolutely think you could find that, that person. And I think, man, that would take away a lot of. I think, you know, I think because it is it is weird, right? We have people running from different parties to run elections. It's true. I always thought it was weird, too, to have, uh, you know, sheriffs with an R or a D next to their name. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's, it's uh, you know. I mean, is Paul, is, is Paul Penzone a Democrat? Uh, I think he's very he's apolitical. Like, he probably one of those things like, remember Mr. Miyagi? They asked him what kind of belt he has. I love Mr. Miyagi. You know, and he's just like, you know, like, what do you mean belt? Like, they didn't give it back a belt when I was learning. And he's like, uh, black belt or whatever. Yeah. But the reality is, is uh, I would, you don't need a D. If you're a sheriff, you should be a sheriff. I know. I know. All right. Mark Fincham coming up at 405. Midterm mayhem. I've guaranteed mayhem. Mayhem. Okay. Uh, let's see. Hey, are the shipping containers... On the Arizona border actually working. So I got a couple nuggets here for you, Chad Benson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I have made some phone calls. And this is what I found out. Migrant encounter numbers have gone down over the last two weeks in the Yuma sector. So where are those shipping containers? Well, a lot of them are in Yuma. All right. Last week, the sector saw more than uh, 5,000 uh, people. That's a thousand less than the week prior. Okay. Okay. So is it working? I don't know. Uh, I think uh, a small sample says a small sample. Is there something here to really look at? Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Now, if we're six weeks out from now and it, these it, numbers are like this big time, it's been six weeks. So those containers have been there roughly for about six weeks. You know, I don't know if they're stopping fentanyl but I like, from coming in. Or, yeah, like, where are they going? Is the numbers across the board down, or are they up elsewhere? Because if they're up elsewhere where there's no shipping container. They're being funneled yeah. over to, and they're still coming in, just not in the Yuma sector. Yeah. But I can I can tell you that some of the encounters, a lot of them have gone down. So in one week, 5,000, and that's 1,000 less than the week prior. So... I'm sure if you're the mayor of Yuma, that's a positive. Yeah. So I don't know. I think we got to say, is the Great Wall of Ducey actually working? The shipping containers. I like to call it the Great Wall of Ducey. Uh, feng Shui is way off. Can't stand it. All them. They're you know they're all different colors and everything. They're facing the wrong direction. Oh. But, but uh, do they work? Look, it doesn't need to be aesthetically pleasing. It's there supposedly <laughs> right. to be temporary right, right. when they build the rest of the wall that was racist before, but oh, somehow gosh. isn't now. I don't know. Anybody could say a wall is racist. The dumbest thing I've ever heard. I know. I didn't make it up. Are you making it up? No. no I know you're not making it up. I know. And uh, it's just, it's a very interesting, if, because it, it, you can point that, let's say in, you know, Tucson now, it's way up. And you can put the numbers and go, those same numbers, if you would have, you know, extrapolate that and put it back to you, it would look like that. Well, then it would show, okay, maybe we need to do this more places. Yeah. I also discovered this. Uh, border patrol officers, you know, they've got to try and stop fentanyl, right? So get this. Um, how are people sneaking it over in a car under the floor? Under the- like, a, like, a, like a contraption or oh, a, yeah. Okay. 
uh, in the gas tank. Yeah, I've seen a lot of that. Okay. They hollow those things out, right. man. It's so interesting to see. They're so ingenious. And they got the canines working over there trying to prevent the entry of these drugs. So um, it's it's crazy to think how people try and sneak fentanyl in to the U.S. Think about what we've caught. And you know that's just a tiny, like a fraction of what it gets through. That's what's terrifying. I know. All right. The Great Wall of Ducey. We'll keep an eye on it. Coming up next is midterm mayhem. Mayhem. We better start stretching now. We're bringing the madness, the mayhem that is the 2022 midterm election. Well, he's an election denier. And uh, he wants to be Secretary of State. The controversial Mark Fincham. He's put on the hot seat next.